do you have a low self-esteem and intrudes in your day-to-day life? Do you hate yourself deeply, have a sense of hatred inside of you, which affects the performance of everything you do? Well, stick around. I got the solution. new supernation this is the supernation podcast the definitive guide to reaching absolute godliness in a world which you all know is filled with immense distractions so i've noticed ever since our first upload you guys have been absolutely ecstatic for the next one and i appreciate it however some of you have gone really overly hyped and i just want to get out of the way right now then I'm a guy who cares more about quality than quantity. I'll make sure I upload regularly, that's for sure. But at the same time, if I feel like an extra day for an upload or a delay for an upload seems fit to make the best I can, I will aim towards doing the best I can. Because I believe, especially for something like self-improvement, occasional life-changing episodes are going to be way better than daily okay episodes which don't give you that much information. So today, we're going to talk about low self-esteem. Critically low self-esteem is culminating into something that's nothing short of problematic. In everyday life, it's not hard to encounter an insecure person with anarchic self-hate. Just this alone affects our silver lining as human beings, as it stops us from achieving what we want in our lives. At the end of the day, doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. And I made this episode to provide you the steps required to mitigate self-hate and have unbreakable self-love. Nowadays, the number of people with low and unstable self-love are exceptionally alarming, and you can especially see this in teens. And to put this into broader perspective, 20% of teens will suffer from depression before they reach adulthood. Young girls fear weight gain more than a nuclear war happening near them or the death of their parents. It's pretty much gotten that bad. 85% of people have suffered from low self-esteem at some point of their lives. It's extremely widespread, and this causes people to dive into bad habits and an attempt to self-medicate or to numb in ways like disordered eating, smoking, cutting themselves, drinking. The list goes on and on, and I've experienced this myself with disordered eating. In order to really tackle this issue on head first, we need to know what we're facing. We need to know the definition of low self-esteem. So, low self-esteem is a thinking disorder in which an individual views him or herself as inadequate, unlovable, and slash or incompetent. Once formed, this negative view permeates every thought, producing faulty assumptions and ongoing self-defeating behavior. So how do we mitigate these negative effects? Well, first step is 100% getting rid of your bad habits. 
Bad habits come with long-term negative effects, which stun your personal growth. And as obvious as this is surmised, people still go in this unforgiving cycle. For example, let's say you're a porn addict. First you get a cue. In this case, the porn addict would feel horny. But cues can also come in physical form, such as, in this case, something similar to the likes of finding inappropriate material while sc scrolling down your Reddit feed. Then there's the action. Here, it would be to click on the video slash photo in FAP. The reward here would be a huge spike in dopamine. However, bad habits make you absolutely miserable post-performance. How this hijacks your brain can be seen when compared to scraping your knee. When you fall and scrape your knee, the cue being to lose balance and the action being you falling and hurting your knee, you're in pain and you don't favor what scraping your knee brings in terms of the pain, so you don't do it. If you haven't figured out already, the problem is that with a bad habit, you know it hurts and it sucks, just like scraping your knee, but your brain doesn't take any of that into account as it only recalls the short-term gratification, no matter how miserable the side effects are. You also see this in drug addicts, gaming addicts, porn addicts, social media addicts, etc. A type of habit you should especially get rid of are habits which involve comparing yourself to others, such as notoriously social media. The problem with too much social media is that on social media platforms, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, people are always showing their best selves. They're not going to put something bad on there because they always want to make a good impression. When you're constantly seeing everyone's best selves on there, you start comparing yourself to them. You're start thinking, ah, oh, I wish I'd be able to go on that vacation Bob went to. Ah, oh, just imagine going to that resort Stacy went to the other day. You're going to start comparing yourself in this similar way. And that's going to cause huge self-esteem issues. And technically speaking, due to this, social media posts are usually facades. Because since you're showing your best self, you're giving an unrealistic perspective into your life when really outside the camera, and you see this many times happening, even if you're a normal social media user. People are going to show their best selves, but outside the camera, their life isn't really that good. And that's what I mean when I say they're always going to show their best selves. What I do to prevent this from happening, as someone who uses social media a lot, is I only use social media when I'm marketing. For example, when I'm marketing my videos, marketing my YouTube channels, marketing my new episodes, marketing my new artwork, etc. But I don't scroll down the Instagram feed. That's, that's the one bit that stops me from getting these effects. So if you're a regular social media user that constantly scrolls down those feeds, I recommend you just put your foot down for at least 30 days. Now that seems like a lot. And especially going to be hard if you're going cold turkey, which means you stop there and you don't do it. And like you never relapse, which means going back to that habit. But there's a way you can do this. Like, for example, if you're a teenager, you can just let your parents know. It's going to take some willpower, but it's for the better. Let your parents know, all right, mom or dad, whoever you talk to, I want to quit social media. Take my phone for 30 days at least because I want to see what happens. And they're going to welcome you with, full ar with open arms, I'm telling you. And when you quit social media specifically, you're going to see massive improvements in even your social life. Because you're going to be 
engaging in more human-to-human interactions instead of looking down on your phone. You're also going to have an increase in self-esteem too, obviously, because you're going to stop comparing yourself. Now, the only exception to this is direct direct messaging or instant messaging because you still need to develop those strong connections with people. It still does exercise that social muscle. The next step you should take is forgetting your past mistakes, forgetting your past, not forgetting because it's important, but take your past as a lesson because it is a lesson. That's all it is. It's not a life sentence. It's not something to be ashamed about. Now, this is pretty self-explanatory, but I'll just give you a few mindset changes for this. Mistakes, you got to realize, mistakes are lessons learned. The difference between the master and the novice, and I've said this before, is that the master failed way more times than the novice has tried. Get that? The master failed way more times. Failure is part of success. You gotta fail to realize what to do. You gotta know what not to do in order to do the right things. If you're angry about something you've done or something that's happened to you in the past, first you got to analyze it. Why does this make you angry? What happened? Reevaluate what happened to reinforce your memory, first of all, so you can easily identify why you're angry. What can I do next time to prevent this from happening? And that's the key. You see what happened and you improve upon it to make sure that doesn't happen again. When it comes to mistakes, it's not about what the mistake is. It's about how you react to the mistake and the mindset you have towards that mistake and how you evaluate it in a way which allows you to learn from the mistake and improve upon the mistake. Now, another thing you you can do, and this is a very powerful one, is taking qualities from successful people which you desire. Because when, when you like a person, it's obviously because of the good qualities you have. For example, you may like uh, an actor because maybe he's tenacious, or you may like a public speaker because he's very charismatic, and so on. One example of this which I use is David Goggins. So, like, If you don't know David Goggins, he's a former U.S. Navy SEAL, and he's an incredible motivational speaker. And he's absolutely notorious for having unbreakable willpower, outstanding willpower. So what I took from this is, okay, I love willpower in general, and I wish to have more willpower. That's the way I thought about it before. So what I did is I looked at the biography in general of David Goggins. I watched videos about him, looked at even his podcast, researched things that he does. And then I took a few mindsets from him. And integrated them into my life. And that's what I mean by adding those qualities. You're taking quality from someone that you like. And you're adding it to yourself. This basically makes life your playground, right? Because you can take any quality you like from literally virtually anyone. Oh, by the way, just in case you want to check David Goggins out. His name is spelled D-A-V-I-D space G-O-G-G-I-N-S. So, for example, I wanted more more willpower, which I now obtained, right? So, in that case, for that example, what you do is, okay, you have the mindset changes. Like, for example, I've actually, with some research, I realized that psych- psychologically in our brains, we have unlimited willpower. 
That's right, unlimited willpower. Our mind just likes to limit that willpower. But as long as and as long as you learn more about that willpower, whether through books or videos or articles, you can tap into that willpower just a bit more. Now, the main takeaway of this is to realize how amazing of a person you are and how much potential you have as a human being, right? Mistakes that you've made in the past, no matter how shameful they can be, were just lessons to improve yourself in the future. Your bad habits don't last. Your urges to do those bad habits don't last, but you do. And realize that your life is literally a playground. You feel bad with how you are right now? Take any quality you want, really. Just as long as you have the tenacity and willpower, you can take any quality from anyone's life that you love as much as you want to your heart's content. So that concludes our episode for today. Subscribe, follow my YouTube, SuperNation. Also, if you want, follow my art channel, Farid Zaki-Artist. My Instagram for the podcast is at supernation underscore podcast and videos. That is at supernation underscore podcast and videos. My art Instagram is at Fareed underscore sketches and more. That is Fareed underscore sketches and more. All right, that's it. Stand proud because you are a great person. And get out there and give the mainstream a scare, Supernation. Bye-bye.